Hey, welcome to the Real Life Youth Podcast, where you will find real, authentic messages, testimonies, and conversations that I hope really helps you along your journey through faith. So if you're taking your time out today to listen to this podcast, I just want to say thank you, and I hope it truly inspires you. God bless. Nice. Thank you. So I'm excited for youth convention because uh, it's going to be here again, which is awesome. We're going to be flying in the speaker. Hi, Sadie. We're going to be flying in the speaker. You guys, if you were here last year, we packed out that main floor. And I'm believing that we're going to be packing out the balcony this next year. So it's going to be fun. We're doing it early on. But guess what? We don't have to go anywhere off-site because we're allowed to actually be, be here till like midnight, 1 in the morning, per pastor what Rich said. So we get to have late-night youth convention. It's going to be awesome. Just please don't break anything. And if you do, we'll hide it. It's okay. No, I'm kidding. I didn't say that. All right, everybody say Friendsgiving. All right, it's that time of year again where we're getting into Thanksgiving. So what better to talk about than community? So we're going to talk heart of community. Everybody say heart. heart. Say heart again. Heart. All right, sorry, I was do that to you guys. Don't say fart. Say heart. Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay, anyways, so we are going to be doing a three-week series because we are actually going to be closed the Wednesday of Thanksgiving. We're not going to be having youth. We will remind you guys every single week, but we will be closed the Wednesday of Thanksgiving. Um, everybody say Thanksgiving. So I remember a time in high school, just like yesterday, <laughs> just kidding. I remember I had like one of these really good friends and he was like one of them friends that we were inseparable. We would call each other best friends. We were inseparable. I was always at his house. He was always at my house. We were always getting in trouble together and it wasn't like really bad trouble. It was just like stupid stuff, like breaking our bay window in our house and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, I wasn't like by the cops getting in trouble. I'm not saying that. But anyway, so basically me and him had like this big road trip planned and we were really excited because it was only an hour and a half away. That's a big deal for us in high school back, back at that time. We were going to take my, uh, I had a two-door Monte Carlo. It was, it was an amazing car. It was really fast, all black. It was the sports edition. And we we're going to take it. I'm not going to go tell you what we're going to do, but we we're going to take it out of town and we we're going to have a lot of fun. So we ended up going to this school that was really good. I mean, there was a lot of different groups in our school, like a lot of different types of groups that would hang out, but there was really no bullying in this school. So it was pretty cool. Like everybody kind of got along, but we didn't hang out with everybody. But so his name is Alex. I'll just tell you his name. So his name is Alex. We are thinking like, we're going to have this amazing weekend. Dude, we were buying snacks, rock star energy drinks. Like we were getting ready to get like just ready for this trip. And then this other group of friends comes up to Alex and he says, they, they said, hey, do you want to go fishing this weekend? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And they go, do you have any plans? He goes, no, I got no plans right in front of me. And we are planning. It was like, we're going to go camping. But planning to go camping for two days. And we literally had all the gear, spent all this money. And he says, yeah, I have no plans. And I remember getting very frustrated because I was like, are you seriously? Like, I was thinking maybe he forgot. Two days went by. Two days went by, and he didn't say anything, completely blew me off, didn't show up, and I made this road trip by myself. So he what? No. I, I, I lasted like two hours. I went, got there, and I was like, this is dumb, and I left. I'll be honest. But has there ever been a time where you guys maybe have felt abandoned by a friend? Yes. yes. Raise your hand if you felt abandoned by a friend and look to the person next to you and say, no, I'm kidding, don't say it. There's times that I remember in high school that I would feel alone and abandoned. And honestly, I'd probably do it a lot to myself. I can't even say it's like, because my friends were mean to me. I, uh, I was what you called an extroverted introvert. And I still kind of am. So meaning like, I'm a very outgoing person. 
but I hit a limit. And I just want to play my Xbox and just play Battlefield. But anyways, if you struggle, hey, listen, I'm going to have a shorter, hopefully, message for you guys today. But if you struggle to find your place in the world, sometimes it's easy for us. If we struggle, it's easy for us to feel like an outcast. But I believe that when we look at Scripture, it welcomes you into a community. When you look at Scripture, it actually welcomes you into a community, the best community that you're ever going to experience. Well, what is this community? It's kind of obvious when you open your Bible. It's the family of God. So when you look at everybody in this room, you can look at it as like a sense of community. Because when you become a Christian, when you give your life to Jesus, we're not supposed to hate our brother or sisters. We're supposed to do life together. Do you guys have your Bibles with you? Yes. All right. So open to Proverbs chapter 18. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24. So there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Do you guys have that friend that is kind of that last half of that verse that says that you have a friend that like sticks closer than a brother? I have a lot of friends like that. Some of you are like, I don't have any friends, but it's okay. We'll pray for you. So when you look at this, would you agree that you have some good friends, but then you have some best friends? Some best friends that like they know your deepest, darkest secrets. He's your best friend? That's awesome. Or you have some friends that like, I mean, you have those good friends, like you have a lot of fun hanging out with them, but you got that one best friend that you tell everything to. Do you have that? Sweet. I'm going to encourage you to try to find a friend like that. But I want to encourage you guys to find that friend because I think there's a lot of value in a friend like that. I really do. Just like Alex, even though he completely ditched me and he went fishing, we are still really, really good friends. Now, full transparency, I haven't talked to him since I graduated. I'm just being honest. We were. We were really good friends in high school, and I believe that God puts people in your life for a season for a reason. All right, now say Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Say it again, Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Chapter 4, verse 9 through 12. Thank you. All right, it says that two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm, but how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Look at verse 10 again, at at the last half of it. It says that someone who falls alone is in real trouble. I'm actually going to show you a video real quick. And I think ants are disgusting, but I'm going to show you a video of ants. Just watch this real quick. So what do you think? The reason why I'm showing you this is there's a purpose. Did you notice how they kind of unified together? They united together and they became stronger. They helped each other out. I mean, like I said, I hate ants. But there's something really cool behind that. You'll notice ants a lot work together as a team. Ants work together a lot as a team. And I believe that when you have a Christian in your faith walk, when you have somebody who can come alongside of you and pray with you, read the Bible with you, worship with you, you become stronger. It even says it in Scripture. Where two or more gather, there I am in the mist. But you see how these ants work together, and they become a whole lot stronger. There is a lot greater power, everybody say power, Power. with two rather than one. Scripture also tells us that the cord of three strands is even 
greater. And who do you think that third person is? Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so then what do these strands represent? What do these strands represent? Well, they represent our relationship in our church community. They represent a relationship in our church community. When we are in community with each other and with Jesus, we are stronger together. There's no doubt about that. Have you guys ever gotten into like a heated debate with somebody? And then you had a friend that backs you up and you just feel like you just got stronger. And I'm not talking about like scripture per se, but, it, but you got like, maybe you're arguing about something dumb and then your friend backs you up. You're like, yeah, what's up? Like you got nothing now. I've done that a lot though. And we both have been around. So it's kind of embarrassing, but it's cool. But when we are in a community with each other, we're just stronger together. And scripture gives us that amazing image of two standing back to back as we read through the last scripture, standing back to back and conquering. And you'll see that in a lot of action movies. That when it's two people against like a whole army, what do they typically do? They stand back to back because all sides are guarded then. We endure difficulty and attack throughout our life. We do. But we need each other. But what are we communicating here? What, are, what is the purpose of me kind of telling you about community and through this next series that we're going to share with you? What are we saying throughout this scripture is it's simple is we need each other. We need each other. If you are one of them people that is a very big introvert, awesome. That's cool. But don't exclude yourself from being with other people. I do want to challenge you on that. And actually, believe it or not, I said I was an extroverted introvert in high school. I was the most shy, quiet kid. I really was. I hardly talked. Believe it or not. I hardly talked in high school. I was a kid that was very quiet. When I'd be at um, friends' houses, I would not really socialize. I would just kind of sit there, just kind of let them do their thing. That was me a lot. Everybody say Galatians, and this is the last verse I'm going to read you. Say Galatians. Galatians. Oh, that was good. Say chapter six. six. Verse two says, all right, it says, share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. Obey the law of Christ. So share each other's burdens, and in this way, Obey the law of Christ. You see, we can answer the call to serving our community by helping carry each other's burdens. That might sound a little goofy, right? Of like helping carry each other's burdens, but that's what we do. That's what we do as the community. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We have to go beyond just merely like meeting the needs of others in the sense of like, oh, I'm just going to help you out. Help carry that burden. Be there for your friend when they're going through a time of struggle. We can all identify as someone in our world who has a burden. There's times that I'm just like, I mean, there's times that I'm just like, I feel like I'm overwhelmed by things I have to do. And then Ashton will be like, just let me help you out. We'll be sitting in the office and she's like, let me do that. I'm like, but, and she's like, let me help. And I'm like, all right. And honestly, it, it just, it's just like a weight is lifted off your shoulders. So thank you, Ashton. Everybody give Ashton a hand. She's amazing. But I'm going to ask you a question, then we're going to wrap up here pretty shortly. Is when was the last time you helped carry somebody's burden? When is the last time you helped somebody out through their struggle? Or you allowed somebody to help you through your struggle? Who in your life, I want you to think, of, this is a rhetorical question, meaning you don't have to answer. Who in your life can you think of when you leave here tonight, that you could help carry the burden. 
that you could help them out in their struggle. Have you heard, about, have you heard of a friend that has uh, complained about being busy lately? Have you heard of a friend? I'll have you sit there. Please. Thank you. You, Colin. Thank you. Have you heard of a friend that maybe has complained lately? Or have you heard of a friend that is just like, man, I am stressed out, stressed out about everything that is going on? Sometimes it's easy for us that when we hear that, we're just like, okay. But instead, instead of just saying, okay, or being like, I'm going to pray for you. Awesome. Pray for them. Say, how can I help you? How can I help you in that season of your life? What can I do for you? My last point is help carry someone's burden. Help carry someone's burden. Maybe you have been shouldering a lot of weight in your life up until now. The good news is that if you look at this room of people, we can say that we're a room of like-minded people, believing in the gospel, believing in Jesus. But I want to encourage you in this room, maybe somebody in here within our youth group, if you know somebody is struggling, ask them. Don't have like 50 of you go up to one person and be like, how can we help you? And like form a line, that would be awkward. But find somebody that you know is stressed, that maybe has confided in you. And ask them, how can I help you? Because here's the reality, is we can help carry somebody's burden. And I encourage you to do that, but we have to do it through Jesus. We have to do it with the help of God. We can't just do it by ourselves. So when you approach that person and say, I want to help you carry that burden, be a part of that community of Christ in their life. Community is something that we have to practice together. I can't stress that enough. And I see that a lot happen in our youth group. And I can say, I am very proud of you guys for doing that. A lot of you guys hang out together outside of youth, outside of school, and I think it is a wonderful thing. Please keep that up. But God designed us to be together for one another because we are brothers and sisters in Christ. God didn't design you to be alone. God didn't design you to be by yourself. He designed us to be with others. Does that make sense? All right, you guys are amazing. I'm gonna pray. All right, let's bow our head and close our eyes. And I'm gonna do my typical thing. Sorry, I should be serious. I am serious. All right, so I'm gonna pray for two things. First thing is if you are going through a struggle, every eye, every eye closed, every head bowed. If you are going through a struggle and, and you want somebody in your life to help you out with that, nobody's looking around. Can you put your hand in the air, please? There's a, every eye is closed. There's a lot of you raising your hand right now, and that's amazing. So I know there's questions that we can ask our friends. All right, and the second question I want to ask is if you haven't given your life to Christ and you want to do that tonight, can you raise your hand in the air as well? If you have never given your life to Christ and you want to do that tonight, there's no shame. Nobody's judging you. Awesome. All right, so we're going to pray for, even if you didn't raise your hand, I still want you to pray this out loud. And we're going to pray for the second thing first, and I want everybody to repeat this out loud. Lord God, we are coming before you today. We know we are not made perfect, but we believe that you sent your son Jesus to die on that cross. God, forgive me of my past and make me new. From this day forward, I want to live after you and live out in faith. So God, I give my life to you and I surrender my life to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 
All right, so we are gonna pray now for the first things. One more prayer and then we'll go to small groups. Uh, Father, we just thank you for all the students and the leaders that are sitting in here tonight. And God, we just pray that those that are going through a burden, that I, I just pray that you just put somebody in their life, that you give them that friend that they can vent to. Give them that friend that they can build them up and encourage them, build up their faith. God, that they can build their faith together. And for those sitting in this room tonight, just let them know that there is no shame in the burden that they are carrying. I don't even care what it is. Let them be bold to stand up and say they need help. There is no burden that should be unmet. There is no burden that is worse than another. So God, we just thank you for the loving God that you are. And we just pray that those burdens will be lifted. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for taking your time out to watch this podcast. I really hope it inspired you. Make sure you click that follow for future episodes and to follow us on our other social media platforms. You have a great rest of the day. God bless.